Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 108 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a story about a drifter with a dream. It's actually quite inspiring, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. But before we dive in, I actually have an update for you on the gooch. Remember 78-year-old bank robin Bonnie from episode 101? Well, according to Fox 4 News, she was released from jail on the morning of June 15th. She never made bail and had been sitting in jail since her arrest on April 5th of this year. So she spent 10 weeks in jail while awaiting this verdict. And authorities decided to let our girl go on special conditions. These special conditions include no consumption of alcohol. That's going to be tough. No entry into any financial institutions and she's not allowed to come within 500 feet of any Goppert bank location. That is, of course, the company that she robbed. So not bad for the gooch. I'm happy for her. And that punishment sounds fair. Something funny I read here was they said, following an interview with FBI agents, Gooch said she did not remember anything that occurred during the day of the robbery. The FBI decided they were not going to be charging Gooch on a federal level and turned the case over to local law enforcement. So old Bonnie got some memory loss from that day. Convenient how that works. I love this lady. Long live the Gooch. Alright, let's get a couple of wholesome jokes in here, then move on with the show. Why was Cinderella so bad at soccer? Because she kept running away from the ball. (laughs) That's beautiful. And if that one didn't make you laugh, this one surely will. What did the horse say after it tripped? Help! I've fallen and I can't giddy up! Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home before last call. Episode number 108, Open for Business. Life is tough, even when you've got a pot to piss in. 
But when you have no job prospects or a place to call your own, I'm sure it seems impossible to dig yourself out of that hole, no matter how hard you try. Unless you're willing to break the rules and the law. If you're willing to cross those invisible lines we draw in society, then suddenly anything and everything becomes possible. Our story today takes us to beautiful California, specifically Penryn, which is a suburb of Sacramento. Penryn had a population of just 831 people, according to the 2010 census. A quiet place, at least back then. The community seems to be booming now, in 2023, with a population just north of 1,000. But let's travel back to a simpler time, the summer of 2010. Movies hitting the theaters were Inception, The A-Team, love it, Toy Story 3, and The Karate Kid. Not the one with Daniel-san and Mr. Miyagi, unfortunately. This was an updated version starring Jaden Smith and my boy Jackie Chan. Not a bad movie, actually. I saw this one with my boys a few months ago, and we enjoyed it. Anyway, while these movies were having some success in theaters, not everyone was experiencing that same success. In fact, some people were struggling. People like, oh, I don't know. Let me just throw a random example out there. Uh, the owners of the Valencia Club on 2162 Taylor Road in Penryn, a small suburb of Sacramento, California. Yep, they were struggling hard back in June of 2010. So much so that they lost their liquor license and went out of business. Yeah, sad, really, because this seemed like kind of a cool country bar. After the owners left... A motley crew of down-and-outers were hired, at a cheap price, I presume, to clean up the property after the foreclosure. One of these crew members was a man who will be the star of our show, 29-year-old Travis Lloyd Kevy. We'll just call him Kevy from here on out, because it sounds cute. Kevy is what I would normally describe as a hobo, a tramp, or my personal favorite, a bum. But it has come to my attention recently that bum is considered a derogatory term for someone without a fixed residence and regular employment. Who would have thunk it? Activists have been using different terminology these days, leaning towards the houseless or the unhoused. But whatever way you want to slice it, Kevy is a homeless dude, plain and simple. It's crazy how things change. We're all born with a clean slate and what feels like limitless potential. And some of us live up to that potential, while others, well, life seems to shit on us. And for whatever reason, we are underachievers, just scraping by. Kevy is one of those underachievers, and when you see his mugshot, where he's sporting a sick pair of lamb chop sideburns with a sad pair of droopy bloodshot eyes, you can't help but feel bad for the guy. The Sacramento Bee did a brief interview with one of Kevy's family members, who said in high school he was a state champion in bareback bronco riding. That sounds pretty awesome, and kind of kinky. The world was his oyster, but now, a little over ten years later, he's estranged from his family, jobless, and homeless. Makes you wonder how it all went wrong. Man, what a downer. But let me dry these tears, because I have a story to tell here. Where were we? Okay, cleanup is done. Kevy has a little walking around money, so that's good. And it's now Friday, July 16th, and the property manager has come down to take a look at the place. 
He sees some contractors who are doing repairs outside, and when he enters the building, he's surprised to find a man, Kevy, still in the joint. And for some reason, he has two dogs with him. Kevy thinks quick on his feet and tells this property manager that he's part of the cleaning crew, which isn't a lie, and that he's just finishing up some things. The property manager raises an eyebrow, kind of looks around the place, then at the dogs, then at Kevy. He's a little skeptical, but then he thinks, hey, vandalism has been a problem in the area. Having Kevy and the dogs here would definitely be a deterrent for those vandals. So he tells him he can stay for the weekend and finish up. Then he's got to get out of there. Kevy agrees to these terms, and when the man leaves, he is happier than a pig in shit. With permission to be there and the weekend just getting started, he takes full advantage of the situation. And by full advantage, I mean a full advantage. He goes across the street and purchases a six-pack of beer from the convenience store. He strolls back with the suds, slaps an open sign on the front window, and just like that, the Valencia Club is back, baby. Now time out for a minute. Managing a business is hard, especially a profitable one, right? I mean, people go to school for this shit. And sometimes, even with a great product, it takes years and years to start making serious cash. A lot of businesses don't make it through these tough times. But screw all that, Kevy is built different. Even with zero previous experience, he's determined to make some quick dough. And he does just that by using my favorite business model, which is the KISS method. Keep it simple, silly. He has some mega advantages here. I'll give him that. First of all, he has zero overhead. This whole operation is very illegal anyway, so he doesn't have to worry about pesky things like rent, utilities, insurance, a liquor license, etc. He has no one on the payroll, it's just him, so everything he gets is pure profit. Think of it like a lemonade stand. You get your parents to buy a few cheap ingredients, throw them together, set up shop on the corner, and start selling your overpriced product. It's simple. So our boy Kevy starts off with $10. This is 2010. I don't know what kind of beer he purchased. Prices vary. And I know alcohol is a lot cheaper in the U.S. than it is in Canada. But let's say, to make it easy, he bought a six-pack of Budweiser for 10 bucks. Then he sold those bottles for $4 each. Now he has 24 bucks. Actually, he must have got some tips, too. Let's say he has 30 bucks. Now he can buy a 2-4. 24 beers times $4 is 96 Add the tips. Now he has over a hundred bucks to play with. He can start buying a decent variety, getting into the hard liquor, maybe buying some Coke, Coca Cola, I mean, for mixed drinks. It wouldn't take long for this business to start taking off. That Friday night, he had about 30 thirsty customers in there. Amazing. And business stayed consistent for four days, with Kevy getting on average 30 customers a day. I can't help but think his first customers knew something fishy was going on. Maybe the next few days people sincerely didn't know. Once Kevy got comfortable and started getting a decent variety of drinks at the bar. But that first night, when the first couple customers sat down at the bar to order and were told that all I've got are bottles of Budweiser. Then if they paid close enough attention, saw Kevy run across the street to the convenience store when he ran out to grab more. They would have known something wasn't right, but maybe they were already intoxicated, or maybe they just didn't care. I know some people just want to get out of the house and have a place to interact and hang out. Would it be cheaper to buy yourself a six-pack and drink it at home? Sure, 
But you pay that extra when you go out for the service, the atmosphere, and the possibility of some action happening. You don't feel like you're doing nothing when you go out. It makes things feel less pathetic. At least, that's how I looked at it when I was younger. Now I prefer to drink at home. So, like I said, business is doing pretty good. So good, in fact, that a newspaper, the Auburn Journal, did a story on Kevy and the relaunching of the club. I wish I could have found this story. Hilarious. It even had Kevy's picture to go with the article, his smiling face. And he was quoted saying that operating the club was a dream come true. And in a way, for the down-and-out Kevy, I'm sure it was. I believe that statement was sincere. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go to the gym? Go for a run? Read a book? Take a nap? I'd probably take a nap. Yeah, definitely take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? And therapy can help you find what matters most to you, so you can do more of it. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sounds good, don't it? Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Here's what you gotta do. Visit betterhelp.com slash excuse me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash excuse me. I gotta tell you about Factor, everybody. Factor is awesome. And they make eating better easy with their delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Do you like to save time? Of course you do. With Factor, every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and ready to go in just two minutes. There's no prep and no mess. The meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no cooking or cleanup necessary. Which is great if you're a person like me, who is always on the go. Eating fast food is fun, but let's face it, it's usually greasy and has become quite expensive. We've done the math, the numbers are in, and Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious, so you can feel good about your choices. So what are you waiting for, Illegalites? Head to factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal 50 and use code excuse me that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. That's code excuse me that's illegal 50 at factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. With all this attention and people talking... Kevy had to know that this house of cards would soon topple over. 
But we gotta respect him. He sunk with the ship. He rode his dream till the wheels came off. And they came off on July 19th. It was a Monday. That was the day the article came out in the paper. A local detective by the name of Jim Hudson was enjoying his morning coffee while reading the paper. And that's when a certain article describing the grand reopening of the Valencia Club caught his attention. He thought it was kind of strange as he knew the place had recently went out of business and he had heard nothing of new owners taking over. Strange, but no alarm bells were ringing. Yet. That is until he saw the owner, Kevy's smiling face below the article. He spewed out his cup of joe all over the now soggy paper. See, the detective was familiar with Kevy, who he knew as a local transient, known to get himself into trouble from time to time. Detective Hudson decided to pay the Valencia Club a visit later on that day. Here's a quote from the Placer County Police Department on how that all went down. Quote, When Detective Hudson arrived at the Valencia Club, it was open for business with customers bellied up to the bar. Upon questioning Kevy, Detective Hudson determined that he had no connection to the property and he did not have a liquor license. End quote. Ouch, that's gotta hurt. But what did our boy expect? If it wasn't a curious cop closing his shop, then eventually it would have been the pesky property manager. He should have closed up shop on Sunday night, and he probably would have left with a few hundred bucks and a lot of booze. I guess guys like Kevy don't think that far ahead, which is a blessing and a curse. And that's how they find themselves in these kind of predicaments in the first place. Kevy was charged on suspicion of burglary and selling liquor without a license. Detective Hudson couldn't help but be impressed with the fact that Kevy had made something out of nothing. He said when he arrived at the bar, quote, He had built up to 10 to 12 bottles of hard liquor and a couple cases of beer, end quote. Not bad at all. He was living the dream, but eventually it turned into a nightmare. Placer County Superior Court Judge Joseph O'Flaherty sentenced Kevy to 15 days in jail, which isn't too bad when you're a man who is unhoused. Three hots and a cot. He also had to pay a fine of $160, which is kind of harsh, considering our guy is houseless. He also wasn't allowed to set foot in the Valencia Club anymore, unless he is lawfully employed there. Which, uh, yeah, good luck with that. This was all after Kevy pled no contest to selling liquor without a license, which is a misdemeanor charge. He served that time, starting on October 19th of 2010, and he was out shortly after Halloween. The Valencia Club was kind of a local landmark, so it was sad when it got shut down. Technically twice in a month. Thankfully, the place has been resurrected and lives on, under new management, of course. I checked out their website, and it says, The infamous and unforgettable Valencia Club in Penryn, where you will always find a friendly, down-home atmosphere, especially after the sun goes down. Delicious, man-sized food. Just how you like it, big on taste and size. The best of both kinds of live music, country and western. Ice cold beer, even the ones on draft. And a full assortment of spirits. That's uppity speak for liquor. If you've got a 40 hour week worth of trouble to forget, come on into the VC and dance your heels off to the potentially legendary and mostly local live country bands every Friday and Saturday night. While you're here this weekend, don't forget to make your way out to the back patio to a second full bar and a DJ spinning just about any song you want to shake it to. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Sunday will have new meaning when you stop by to check out our rock and blues bands from 2pm to 6pm. Don't limit your fun to the weekends. The VC has entertainment and specials all week long, including trivia night Mondays, karaoke on Tuesday and Thursday, cover free live bands Wednesday, and the best food around. Gigantic burgers, flavorful tacos, specialty wings, and we serve breakfast all day every day. 2162 Taylor Road in Penryn. Look for the neon sign. If you miss it, should probably have called a cab. Good times. Good times indeed. Let the good times rock and roll. Love it. Ah uh, heck, let's get one five-star review in here. This one comes from a very satisfied Martin, and he says, Went to the VC to see a friend's band play. We arrived early and had an awesome burger and fries. We had a few beers and stayed till the Rock Creek Band played their last set. Myself and my fiance Leanne, shout out, had a great time. Ate well with plenty of refreshments for a very reasonable price with no problems or complaints. We will be back with or without a band playing. The staff were all great and very cordial. Right on, Marty. I got curious about this burger Marty devoured and the description sounds mouthwatering to say the least. Cowboy burger. Half pound patty topped with bacon, cheddar cheese, barbecue sauce, lettuce, tomatoes, red onion, pickles, mayo, and onion rings served on a brioche bun. All that for $12.99. I'm in, bro. It's too bad they don't have a Kevy combo there. As a shout out to our boy. It could be a bottle of Budweiser and one of those sweaty hot dogs rotating on the rollers under those heat lamps bought from the convenience store across the street. Make it overpriced and charge people 20 bucks. <laughs> I'd buy it. Speaking of Kevy, his escapades aren't over just yet. I really like the guy after this story, but when I came across another article from November of 2011, about a year after he got out of jail for this bar business fiasco, it painted him in a whole different light. One I didn't like. Police showed up at the Mill Creek restaurant in Los Molinos around 3 p.m. on a Sunday. They received a call about a man kicking a horse. Yikes. Apparently some witnesses had seen a dude riding this four-year-old horse around the parking lot. A real cowboy. And when the man got agitated, he got off the poor thing and started kicking it. Then just walked off. The concerning part, well it's all concerning really, was that this restaurant was very close to the highway. So if this horse got spooked, it could be trouble. Thankfully, deputies were able to retrieve him, and all was okay. The horse, he made a full recovery, but when they looked him over, it wasn't a pretty sight. He was ridden hard and was exhausted, had muscle cramps, and not one, but two nine-inch cuts across his chest. Apparently, these cuts were caused by spurs. Ouch. The man who had abused this animal was found not too far away and taken into custody. The man, as I'm sure you have gathered, was Kevy. He was also in possession of a red-tailed hawk. So this guy's a regular Dr. Doolittle. Remember he had a couple dogs with him a year earlier at the bar. So he's an animal lover, by the looks of it. Or hater. Kevy was booked into Tahama County Jail and held on $15,000 bail on suspicion of animal cruelty. And that is the last bit of info I could find on Kevy and his excellent adventures. Which leads me to believe he's either cleaned up his act, or he's dead. Or there's a third option, I suppose. Most likely, Kevy's still up to no good. 
but he's just gotten better at covering his tracks and staying under the radar. And more importantly, out of the papers. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 108, Open for Business. Aw man, I really liked Kevy when he was running the bar and working hard. But after hearing about the horse incident, I'm starting to think he may just be a piece of shit. Speaking of shit, you know what time it is. Listen to Confession Time, baby! So let's get criminal, criminal, I wanna get criminal. This confession comes in from a listener named Dylan. Dylan says, Hey Leroy, I've got a personal story that 100% belongs on your show. I used to work for a large video game store. You know the one. And one day I was getting ready to close up the store with two other employees and my boss. Half an hour before closing, a young guy walks in, clearly drunk and probably high, and starts to ask stupid questions about products. At this point, all our retail senses were tingling, and we were all getting ready to get robbed. What happened was way worse. He sort of fades out for a second, stumbles, and then looks me dead in the eye and asks, Y'all got a trash can back there? While asking me this question, he is physically handing me, over the counter, his own human turd. (laughs) I am completely unable to respond or do anything, and all the other employees run in the back to puke. He comes to his senses just a little and says, Oh, I saw a trash can outside. I'll be right back. Meanwhile, we have no idea what to do. My boss makes me the intermediary as the resident largest human and tells me to tell him to leave when he comes back. He comes back, I tell him to leave, and he leaves. He says something like, Well, ain't that a bitch, on his way out. Meanwhile, he's trailing tiny shits into our store, and we're not allowed to close the store for any reason. So I tell my boss that I will never be getting fired from this job as long as I want to keep it. She agrees, and I go to clean the man's tiny shits. While I am on my knees cleaning the carpet, he comes back in. He stomps toward me and accuses me of stealing a $100 bill from him, while not realizing that I am on the ground cleaning his actual shit. I see the $100 bill on the bottom of the stack of bills in his hand. I point this out to him, and he says something I will never forget. Whoa, I thought you were gleaming me, man. He then stumbles at the store. Anyway, the cop showed up and didn't do anything. The next day, I'm on the morning shift, and he comes back in. My boss told him to leave, and fortunately, that was the last time we saw him. Great show, by the way. Having a blast catching up. Sorry it's another shit story. People really can't seem to keep their bodily fluids where they belong. That is so true, Dylan, and I love it. And don't ever apologize for sending me a shit story. As you all know, they are my absolute favorite. If you have a petty crime confession or an entertaining story about feces, please don't hesitate to email me at excusemethatsillegal at gmail.com. And like my friend Dylan here, you too could have your story played on the air. If you want to join the Neighborhood Watch on Patreon and get ad-free releases and some kick-ass bonus content, that would be fantastic. You can find a link to that in the show notes along with my email and links to my PayPal, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and the private Facebook group. I'd love to have you check me out in all those places, my friends. Other than that, that's all I got for you for now. 
but come meet me back here in another 10 days and I'll happily serve you up a hearty helping of soft course gumbaggery. Peace! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.